This is Hacker Public Radio episode 3155 for Friday the 4th of September 2020. Today's show is entitled LastPass Security Dashboard and is part of the series Privacy and Security. It is hosted by Ahuka and is about 11 minutes long and carries a clean flag. The summary is A recent update to LastPass added a security dashboard. This episode of HPR is brought to you by Archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to Archive.org forward slash donate. Hello, this is Ahuka welcoming you to Hacker Public Radio and another exciting episode. And this time I'm going to do another security episode. Uh, and this is about something that just uh, came across my desk, so to speak. Um, and it's called the LastPass Security Dashboard. Uh, and I found out about it. I got an email from LastPass um, that alerted me. Uh, and I've mentioned previously I am a big believer in using a password manager. Whether that be 1Password, Dashlane, LastPass, KeyPass, or whatever, uh, I actually use both LastPass and KeyPass for a couple of reasons. First of all, LastPass is designed for online use, which is great for websites, but can be problematic for some offline uses. And secondly, KeyPass works much better on my Android phone. While LastPass is awkward there and tends to get in the way instead of help me. So, uh, you know, I, I think most of the password managers are pretty good. The question being, well, what works for you? Uh, the benefit, though, comes from actually using it. Um, so if you want to get some opinions on which program may be best for your needs, there are reviews available that can help you make a choice. Uh, I've got a few of them, links in the show notes, but, you know, you can find them on Google easily enough. There's one from PC Magazine called The Best Password Managers for 2020. Uh, One from CNET, uh, Best Password Manager to Use for 2020, One Password, LastPass, and More Compared. Uh, Tom's Guide has The Best Password Managers in 2020. And Wired has the best password managers to secure your digital life. Now, I could have listed many more reviews. There's tons of them out there. There's no lack of information. I went with LastPass years ago because Steve Gibson looked at the technical details and said they were doing it right. And I tend to trust Steve. Uh, KeyPass is a standalone desktop program that has a Linux client and is licensed under the GPL. And I can use it on multiple machines because I put the database in Dropbox where any changes I make on one machine get pushed out to all the other machines. 
Now, of course, the main reason you want to use a password manager, whichever one you choose, is so that you can put secure passwords on important websites. And secure passwords mean long ones with lots of entropy. As I covered in my episode on passwords, entropy, and good password practices, uh, which I've put a link in the show notes to that as well, and that was episode 1620, so it was a while back. Um, but, the, you know, the advice hasn't changed. Your pet's name won't cut it. Neither does leet speak, like substituting the at sign for the letter A. Um, and all of the other shortcuts that people have come up with. Um, you know, it's an arms race out there. If it isn't long gibberish, it's not secure. And, of course, long gibberish is precisely what humans cannot remember. And that's the reason for password managers. The problem is that nearly every website out there is now demanding passwords before you can do anything. And if you reuse passwords, you are at risk. Now, I just looked in LastPass, and they said I have 478 passwords in there. (laughs) And that's way more than anyone could possibly memorize. You simply have to use a password manager for that. Uh, And that brings me now to this latest news from LastPass, which is the Security Dashboard. Now, Security Dashboard is a feature that is available to all LastPass users, and they just rolled it out, including those on free accounts. But note that some of the features are only available to premium users. Uh, To see your Security Dashboard in LastPass, you need to open the vault. Now, since LastPass is normally up and running on my browser, uh, in in fact, that's the first thing I do after rebooting my computer because I can't log in anywhere until LastPass is up. Um, So all I have to do then is click the LastPass icon in my browser. That opens the vault. And then if I look on the lower left, I can see the security dashboard. Clicking that opens the dashboard, which has three sections, security score, dark web monitoring, and alerts. Now, security score, according to the documentation, is a calculated number based on several factors. First, of course, is how long and complex your passwords are. Then adding multi-factor authentication to your LastPass account adds another 10 points to your score. And I have multi-factor authentication. I always encourage people to use it when it's available. Um, I happen to use the Google Authenticator, but, you know, pick what works for you. Uh, A perfect score would be 100 points, but you have to have at least 50 passwords stored in LastPass to get this. Now, all that said, I'm looking at the section for security score, and I don't see anything that looks like a score. But... That's not really the part that matters, I don't think. The useful part is that I can see the at-risk passwords, both as an overall percentage, okay, that's not the most useful thing, but also a list of my passwords. And when I click the View Passwords link on the right side of this box, I'm going to get a list that has all of my accounts and what LastPass thinks about my passwords. The information here really is useful. Now, this list has these columns in order. First, the website. Second, the username. Most often, that is an email address. The password strength. Now, the password is obscured, 
with little dots, but you can click the eye icon next to it and have it revealed. Uh, the risk, if any. Red boxes have risks. Green check marks are okay. Now, the risks I see include reused, old, and weak. Now, old is a matter of debate. I think the best research now says that making people change passwords just because they are old is more likely to reduce security than enhance it. If you want to read up a little more on this, uh, I give an example, an article from SANS Security called Time for Password Expiration to Die. Uh, and this really is, I'm, uh, I think I have previously posted some things about um, NIST giving the same advice. Um, so, you know, this thing about every, uh, every three months you're supposed to change your password is just fundamentally stupid. Uh, if the, pa if the password is good, it doesn't get less good because it's been around for a while. Um, reused would be a problem if you use the same password for anything that needs security. Well, I don't care if I reused a password because some blog demanded that I create a password before reading an article. But I definitely do care if that was reused on my bank account. So, you know, for stuff that really just doesn't matter, yeah, uh, I actually do have a pet name that I reuse. So what? Uh, now, action to take. If you decide, looking at this, okay, I really should change this password. Um, basically, when you look through this column, if you have a green check mark, it's blank. <laughs> There's nothing in the column. Uh, for anything else, it says change your password. Uh, but it does make it fairly easy because if you click this button, it will automatically open the website and take you to, you know, where you need to go to make the change. Uh, so, after reviewing my list, I noticed I have a lot of stored passwords for places I don't go to any longer and for accounts I have closed. So, no doubt, a little pruning of the list is in the cards. Next, dark web monitoring. Uh, this is all about whether your credentials have been found on the websites where such things get traded around. It's kind of similar in this respect to the Have I Been Pwned website that I'm sure many of you are aware of. Uh, I put a link in the show notes anyway. Uh, but this thing, it, it, is, uh, it does make things easy for you. This feature is only available to premium users, of which I am one. Um, for this, uh, LastPass partnered with a company called Enzoic. I put a link in the show notes if you want to check them out. Uh, they have a database of breached credentials, and so that's what's being searched here. Uh, one useful feature here, I think, is that you can simultaneously monitor all of your email accounts, or you can decide that some do not need to be monitored. I noticed that one email was actually a typo I must have made at one time, and another was a work email address from before I retired. So I cut monitoring on those two. Honestly, I don't know that I would pay for a premium account just to get this feature, but I like that I get it as part of the package. I could do all of this by going to Have I Been Pwned and not spend money, but this is very convenient. 
Uh, and then the, the final section, alerts. This is tied to the dark web monitoring. Right now it says, I don't have any alerts. But if one of my email addresses or usernames was compromised, I would get an alert and a button to click to take me through the process of changing my password. So, the bottom line, I am very happy to be a premium user of LastPass. We have a family account for my wife and I, and it works out well. This update basically makes maintenance that we should be doing anyway more convenient to do. And now, if you'll excuse me, I need to go clean up a few passwords. So, this is Ahuka for Hacker Public Radio, signing off, and as always, encourage you to support free software. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website, or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.